What is up, ladies and gentle nerds? It's your boy Graham, also known as Hamhawks42 on the internet, and we are here with another edition of Overthinking MTG. So we're going to go ahead and look at a random card, and we're going to talk about it for at least 10 minutes. All right. Oh, dang. All right, so today we got Sarah Angel Avatar. Okay, now, this is interesting. Um, cool. So we, we've hit a bit of my blind spot. I'll be honest. Uh, Magic has a number of different variants that are available out there in the in the world, and one of them is called Vanguard. It is a uh, a Magic expansion that, if I'm not mistaken, um, has alternate rules. And let's see, this particular one actually has two different versions. That's kind of cool. Um, so this particular card is an avatar. Now I've looked a little bit into Vanguard, but I gotta be honest, I don't actually know that much about it. So, you know, pardon me on this. Um, yeah. So Vanguard is, um, so this particular one, as I understand it, Vanguard is a variant of the game where you select an avatar, and that avatar is effectively your kind of persona as you play the game. And with that, it comes its own kind of passive ability that impacts your play. And so with Sarah Angel Avatar, now I've never played Vanguard, I'm still, you know, and I know very little about it. So please take all of this with a grain of salt. It is me overthinking what we are looking at here and trying to understand what the hell's going on. Because this is kind of like um, as though it was in a different language, if I'm honest. So this particular uh, avatar, whenever you cast a spell, you gain two life. Uh, it looks And it has plus zero hand and negative one life? Or, uh, uh, yeah, neg negative one life modifier. Um, I don't know exactly what that means. So it looks like you start with a, a card of seven hand, or you, a seven card hand, and then you start with negative one life, but you gain two life every time you cast a spell. I'm guessing. Anyway, the the num the um, the guessing is not really going to be super helpful. One of the things that I have noticed in doing some research on other cards is that these um, avatars. These Vanguard avatars are available for a lot of iconic creatures throughout throughout Magic, or iconic characters. Um, so characters like Arcanus, the Omnipotent, who has the stunning ability of tap draw three cards. He's available as an avatar, and if I'm not mistaken, that avatar somehow gains you, you know draws you cards. It somehow helps replenish your hand, which kind of makes sense. Um, I've seen some other ones, some other avatars out there. I think I think Ix, uh, Ixidor or Isidore, the uh, the wizard from Onslaught who created the morphs originally. And uh, also, um, if I'm not mistaken, through his own mental and uh, just arc arcane power, um, brought forth uh, Akroma, the Angel of Wrath. So that, that dude's a badass, and I have a playset of him. Just saying. Anyway, uh, I'm a big fan. Um, but he has an avatar, if I'm not mistaken, and a number of other cards. And so Sarah Angel is an interesting one because Sarah is a planeswalker that, if I'm not mistaken, was was or is worshipped as a god on Dominaria. And she has been a part of the game for an incredibly long time. She has been a, a reference point. Um, there have been a handful of characters that were just like go-to reference points that didn't appear on cards for a very long time. You had Sarah, you had Yawgmoth, you had, um, well, Urza was a, another good example of that, uh, as well as a number of others. And a lot of those characters 
are represented as these avatars that you can use to represent yourself as you play Vanguard. So, you know, I don't, I don't know, again, not really familiar with the mechanics of Vanguard, but I can appreciate the idea. I also understand Hearthstone has a mechanic where you select your class as you're playing, and that involves um, its own special rules that are unique and your, your own specific cards that you have access to. So I'd imagine that Vanguard is somewhat similar to that. Um, it's also kind of interesting. I can't help but wonder if Vanguard was an attempt uh, to capture something similar to what we get in Commander, because today... Commander is designed in such a way that the deck is supposed to be high variance, but one of the things that's really great is you select your commander, you select your representative, you select your the 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 single card, the single character, the single creature that the whole deck is built around and that everything works around. And you have that creative uh well that creative spark of being able to build the army of this champion. And so I'd imagine the Vanguard is trying to touch on something similar. And so Sarah, as I understand it, Planeswalker, worship is a god on Dominaria, mono white. So everything you see with Sarah's name on it is all white. And you have Sarah Angel, which is one of the go-to cards. And it's one of those that gets reprinted in core sets all over the place. It is a, if I'm not mistaken, it's a 3-3... Uh, Angel with Vigilance for 5, I want to say, or is it a 4-4? Four, four? Or is it even a 5-5? Five, five? Anyway, it's an Angel that is competitively costed for its size. I want to say it's a 3-3 three, three for 5 with Flying and Vigilance, I think is what it is. It's just a down-the-middle is an Angel. It's a, it's a little expensive by today's standards, but back in the day there was a time when it was just a rock-solid either Defender or beat stick in the air. Whatever you needed, Sarah Angel was that piece. You know, she was just a solid linchpin in um, in white. She was just a rock-solid angel. And you also saw other cards like Sarah Avatar, where its power and toughness was equal to your life total. So that was something that could get out of hand really, really fast. And actually, in life gain strategies, it still can. It still can get out of hand really, really fast. And that card is super fun if you're playing in Boros, so white-red. If you're playing uh, in, in Boros with a bunch of life gain stuff, and then the card Fling. Because then you can have a, a creature that's like, in a commander game, you can have this creature very easily be a 40-40, and then you can just fling it straight in your opponent's face and kill him. Um, yeah, that's fun to do stuff like that. It's a good time. Um, and that's Sarah Avatar. And then there's also Sarah Ascendant and a number of other cards that just have the word Sarah, S-E-R-R-A, in the name. And Sarah Angel is just one of those go-tos that's just been around forever. I think it may have actually been originally printed in Alpha. I could be mistaken, but I believe it was one of the original cards. So it's just been a part of the game for frickin' ever. And it's been reprinted in a ton of different sets. Um, like the core sets, it's one of those just go-tos. It's in almost... like. I don't know about almost every one of them now, but I know it was in corsets dating back to like 7th, 8th edition. It was just a staple. You know, it was just, it's going to be an uncommon. It's going to be one of those things that there's a really good chance you're going to, you know, you're going to crack in your corset. And I'd be shocked if they've stopped printing it. Like it'd be, it would make no sense. Now, you know, the Vanguard avatar, I have no idea. Again, no clue. I did notice that there are two different versions. Um, the one that we landed on was alternate art. It looks like alternate art two. Um, and it's, an angel wearing just really 
big armor. This particular one is looking very regal, um, although the I can't help but notice her breastplate is awfully low cut, which I think is kind of silly because it's supposed to be armor, but hey, whatever. Um, I also understand that the the function there is not necessarily protection, but as an, again, another story for another day. Um, the first art, so the non-alternate art, uh, actually both done by the artist Udon. Um, this one, the this one's actually a little bit more evocative because the angel is uh, is backlit, which is kind of an interesting choice. Um, the sun is behind this particular angel, and so the her features, so the fronts of her wings, her face, um, are more uh, are shadowed. And there's a little bit of what looks like a lens flare, actually. The sun, it looks like it's setting right over her shoulder. Um, and she has her sword up in what appears to be an active stance as though she's charging at someone. And actually, much like the Carsey archers, this particular Sarah Angel has her eyes trained just off camera. So she's not looking straight at us. Fortunately, she's looking to to our side um, at somebody who looks like they're about to have a bad day. That seems to be a theme. Um, I don't know what it is about creatures that are, you know, attacking just off camera, but here we are. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, so the, the flavor text on this, well, the flavor text field in Gatherer says tournament premium avatar. So, um, yeah, that's interesting. I, I definitely have some research to do on Vanguard. I'm actually just gonna, I'm just gonna go ahead and click on Vanguard while we're here and just look at some of the other ones. Yeah, Acroma, Angel of Wrath, Arcanist, Arkbon Overseer, uh, Ashling the Pilgrim. Yeah, we have just a ton of great Ashnod. Holy cow, there's an example of a card that, um, of a reference point from older cards. Baron, he was actually a major character in the Brothers War, if I'm not mistaken, a really old set. Um, and he never got a card proper, as I understand it. He was a major character in the novels, but that was it. Yeah, Birds of Paradise, Bosch, Braids. Oh my goodness, these are all great, great creatures. Krovax, um, that are getting represented here um, in these avatars. Eladomri, oh man. Yeah, this is interesting stuff. I'm definitely going to have to check out Vanguard to see what the heck it is. You know, um, I'm kind of embarrassed that I don't have more of a history on that, but... Well, it was right in my blind spot. Man, Etched Oracle. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. So Etched Oracle actually is a great... It is an interesting uh, card. And so this particular one, you may pay um, one of every color rather than pay the mana cost for, uh, for spells that you cast. Sweet! Okay, so if Etched Oracle is your avatar, then it gives you uh, the Fist of Suns effect from, from jump, just from the get-go. That rules! I love it. I definitely need to check out more about this. And also, Etched Oracle was a card that um, was printed at Uncommon back in Fifth Dawn, and it was um, it was on all the artwork for Fifth Dawn. It was on booster products and boxes and those types of things. Um, and it was it was very prominent. And so it's one of those cards that I'll have a soft spot because I I have very fond memories of walking into game stores and general merchandise stores, even you know your Myers your um, your targets and seeing Etch Oracle on the shelf and be like, Oh, that's cool. That's that, that new set that just came out. Anyway, it's fun stuff. Oh, fallen angel. I have some thoughts on that card too. It freaking rules. Anyway, there's so, okay. Vanguard. So this is Vanguard. Interesting. I definitely have to do some research on that. Um, but I'm not going to do that. Well, grinning demon, actually similar situation. Grinning demon is almost identical to Etch Oracle in that it was very iconic and on a ton of the merchandise. In that case, it was for onslaught. Anyway, 
Thanks so much for hanging out. Thanks for sticking with me as I kind of fumble my way through Vanguard, apparently. Um, Yeah, I've got some research to do. I've got my homework, and I will catch you guys next time. Thanks so much.